Hi, everyone. Welcome to HR Works, brought to you by BLR. I'm your host, Steve Bruce. HR Works provides clear, relevant, actionable information on topics that matter to HR professionals. When you're armed with best practices and strategies to attract, retain, and engage top talent and deliver exceptional value to your organization, HR Works. AI, Artificial Intelligence. We're hearing more and more about it, and more and more HR programs are coming out that are AI-based, or at least what I might call quasi-AI-based, that is, programs in which tech mimics humans to some degree. So one interesting thing about today's guest is that she says AI can humanize the workplace, perhaps the opposite of what most of us would think. Emily Ha is Oracle's Senior Vice President, Human Capital Management, Cloud Business Group. Prior to joining Oracle, she was Chief Marketing Officer of Double Dutch, a leader in digital marketing solutions for events, conferences, and trade shows. She has 18 years of experience in various enterprise software roles, including marketing, corporate strategy, and business development at companies such as Siebel Systems, E2 Open, and Saba Software. She's known for supporting business growth with highly differentiated corporate branding and product positioning, as well as innovative digital marketing, demand generation, and customer experience programs. She is a recognized thought leader on digital transformation, engagement marketing, talent management on authentic leadership. Her perspectives have appeared in a broad spectrum of business publications, including The Economist, Fortune, Forbes, Fast Company, and The Huffington Post. She has an MBA from the Stanford Graduate School of Business. Emily, welcome to HR Works. Thank you so much for having me, Steve. I'm uh, so delighted to be here to have a chance to talk to you about um, the impact of emerging technology on the workplace. Let's uh, start out with a kind of a general look at the increasing role of technology. No secret, the uh, workplace is going through fundamental shifts because of it. Could you share some examples of what your customers are interested in and, and what they're looking for when it comes to technology? Yeah, sure. Uh, technology is a huge topic for our customers. The consistent theme we're hearing from our customers is the ever-accelerating pace of change driven by technology and its impact on the workplace. Um, as you know, technology has huge impact on the business models. Just look at what uh, Uber and Lyft um, are doing to the trans- transportation industry and what Airbnb is uh, doing to transform the hotel and hospitality industry. And Amazon is having a huge impact on the retail industry. So these are topics our customers are thinking a lot about. The other thing is um, our customers are thinking about how to use technology to adapt uh, to change quickly. For example, how can they use technology to introduce new products, uh, assess consumer demands, expand to new geographical areas, uh, launch new business models, and how uh, how how can they proactively manage their workforce to accommodate these changes through recruiting, talent management, while also mitigating risk. The other thing that uh, is very much top of mind for HR professionals is the impact of technology on the workforce. Uh, 
um, by year 2020, the 40% of the workforce will be contingent workers. So gig economy is something that our customers are talking a lot about. Um, there are going to be remote employees. Employees will be um, much more mobile. And robots will be working alongside humans. So in this context, what's going to be the definition of the workforce? And how do we balance humans and machines to get work done? And how do we attract, manage, and retain uh, top talent to maximize productivity? Uh, the last thing is technology is very much becoming an integral part of employee experience, which is very closely linked to uh, uh, customer experience, employer brand, and employee loyalty and business success. So the question for HR is, how do you deliver to their technology needs and deliver a superior employee experience? All right, this is great. That um, leads me right into this next question about with the, with the technology shift, uh, what are the particular impacts that you see for HR? Uh, my perspective is technology is no longer just a digital enabler of HR processes. It needs to be HR's core competency, and it needs to become com their competitive advantage. Uh, in addition to using technology to digitize um, HR processes, HR is now held accountable for delivering superior employee experience, delivering to you know employee happiness, of which technology is a huge part um, for, for example, millennials or Gen Y. The, uh, as you know, the unemployment rate is low as it's ever been. So attracting and retaining the right workforce is more challenging than ever. Uh, these days, employees want to bring their whole selves to work. And part of that is really using the same technology they're using in their daily lives to connect and collaborate with their coworkers, partners, and customers. If they can't do that at work, they're not going to see their companies, um, the company they're working for as in innovative and engaging, and potentially they're going to leave. So more than ever, employees are able to, you know, voice their opinions and sentiment about the company. They're demanding um, the, to use the same techno technology at work um, as they're using in their daily lives. And if they're, they can't do that, then they're going to go to social media and voice their concerns, uh, not just internally, but also externally. So there's a huge convergence between consumer brand and employer brand, and companies must care about their employer brand and therefore employee experience. Um, so when we talk to customers, improving employee experience has risen to the top priority for many HR organizations. Uh, they are working on implementing continuous feedback, personalized learning, career development programs, uh, improving wellness, we're simply allowing employees to use the same technology they're using in their lives to connect, communicate, and collaborate with their coworkers to get work done. So following up on that, uh, that idea of using the same technologies at work as they use at home, uh, how do advances in consumer technologies impact the technologies that we use in business and in HR? Yeah, this is still a huge topic for HR organizations. Uh, I remember a few years ago when people first started using mobile and social technology, um, there's a lot of talk about consumerization of IT. And people were like, you know, are we really going to allow people to use Facebook at work? That seems unthink unthinkable. But now this is pretty standard practice. 
as a matter of fact, um, many applications have in building social capabilities to allow um, employees to have that kind of social connection, whatever business processes they're executing. So when the first wave of consumerization of IT happened, the business function who are leading uh, that revolution, the, the business functions were leading the revolution, whether it's the, um, sales or marketing or services organizations. And they really led the change of using digital, social and mobile technologies to listen to customers and engage with customers the, the way they want. And after that, HR kind of followed suit and started deploying mobile and social at work as well. Now, what I see is a new revolution has begun. And AI is providing a new way of interacting with technology in a much more fun, enjoyable, and human way. The reality is today, consumers are already interfacing with technology in this new way using conversational UI, chatbot, and, and AI. For example, the other day I, wa- <laughs> I came home and I uh, heard my son talking to somebody and he said, you know, what is 365 times 430? And I heard this woman's voice answering the question. And when I went to his room, there's nobody there but him. And he was talking to his iPhone. So then I realized he has been using Siri to do his math homework, which is very concerning. So that's another topic altogether. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but this is how people are interfacing with their technology. We use Alexa we use um, Google Map to navigate our daily commute, and this is the reality. Um, and employees are expecting to use the same type of technology to interface with enterprise applications at work. Uh, it's kind of interesting that recently we did a survey of 1,320 U.S. employees and HR leaders, um, and we did this survey in partnership with Future Workplace. According to the result of our survey, of the employees are willing to take orders from bots. And 70% of the people surveyed, they said they're already using AI in their daily lives. But um, And all the respondents agree that AI will have a positive impact on their organization. And um, when they're asked about the biggest benefits of AI, people were citing things like increased productivity, uh, improved operational efficiency, faster decision-making and cost reduction, better customer experience and better employee experience. But uh, having said that, the organizations are not doing enough to prepare their workforce for AI. Uh, almost 90% of the HR leaders, leaders we surveyed are concerned that they will not be able to adjust to the rapid adoption of AI as part of their job. And to make matters worse, they're not currently empowered to address a emerging AI skill gap in their organization. 71% of the employees believe AI skills and knowledge will be important in the next three years. Um, but 72% of the leaders noted, HR leaders noted that their organization does not provide any form of AI training. Uh, so with the rising importance of employee experience in tracking uh, and retaining the right employees, and ensuring a company's brand loyalty, I think HR must lead the next wave of consumerization of IT, and they must do more. And there are many things they can do to ad- advocate to their employees and be the voice of employee experience and use really use the employee experience as a testing ground for companies to 
uh, adopt AI in the way they engage with their customers or partners. All right, this is all um, great background introduction to AI. Maybe we could um, take a little step backwards and uh, start with the basic question of what exactly do we mean when we say artificial intelligence? There seem to be a lot of definitions out there. <laughs> this is a great question. And uh, as you said, there have been a lot of uh, coverage about AI and stories about AI. So the definition is a little bit um, confusing and blurred. Uh, my own perspective is AI or artificial intelligence is the simulation of human intelligence um, processes by machines, especially computer systems. These processes include learning, which is the acquisition of information and rules for using the information. It also includes reasoning, which is using the rules to reach approximate um, or definite conclusions, and also self-correction or self-learning. And that means coming up with new rules based on the actions and decisions the um, humans or computers have made in the past. Uh, the particular applications by AI include expert systems, speech recognition, natural language processing, and machine vision. Another aspect of AI is the way we interface with uh, technology. So chatbot and voice UI are a new way for humans to interact with software. They are defined as automated yet personalized conversation between software and human users. And the great thing about this new technology is not only can it interface with human users in a human way, but it also learns from your behavior and the decisions you made to make the interaction much more personalized and engaging. Fundamentally, I, I think the goal of AI is to get machines and systems to think more like human beings, but, can, but do it at a scale. There are things that human can do, um, for example, looking at data and drawing conclusions, following rules and using reasoning. But when the data gets overwhelming, we lose the ability to keep track of the data, reason properly, and draw the right conclusions. And this is where AI can be particularly helpful. Humans are really good at emotional intelligence. Uh, something humans are not very good at is, you know, repetition, because that's uh, laborious and boring. So, for example, a customer rep um, is really good at interacting with the customer and providing that personalized experience. But once you figure out how to deliver that well experience, now you can use machines to scale that kind of interaction across millions of customers. So I, I think the opportunity AI present is um, once we start leveraging AI, humans can focus on designing the optimal customer experience with one customer in mind. And once you know what experience works and resonates with the customer, what kind of experience whilst the customer, then you can use machine to scale that kind of interaction to many more customers. Um, the same thing goes for employee experience. This is all really fascinating. Let's get uh, more specific about HR. What kind of roles do you see AI playing uh, for HR? Uh, personally, I think HR plays a huge role in the adoption of AI because, like I said before, in the first wave of consumerization of IT, the business functions really led the revolution. And the learning we got from there is employees really do want to use the same technology at work um, as the technology they're using in their daily lives. So now that 
the second wave of, of uh, consumer uh, consumerization of IT is happening, I think HR can lead the charge and use in employee experience to lay the foundation for the way companies are engaging with their customers, their partners, and their ecosystem. So um, I believe HR can start experimenting with AI in uh, in managing their employee experience, whether it's in the area of uh, recruiting and delivering a better candidate experience through chatbot or voice UI, or um, they can use AI to better manage their interactions with em- employees uh, perhaps it's through HR help desk. We're delivering that type of personalized learning um, experience um, and career passing uh, opportunities. Um, lastly, HR can use AI to make better decisions because um, now with AI, we have the opportunity to marry the data, people data with business data. And by doing so, we'll be able to make better decisions and support the business functions. All right. I appreciate that. Now, um, there's a sentiment that technology and AI are going to make the workplace less human. But as I mentioned in the introduction, you have a different perspective that AI can actually humanize the workplace. Can you explain that? Yeah, absolutely. And this is one thing I, I just feel so excited about because I think a new dawn is on the horizon and we finally are, are going to be able to interface with technologies the way we've always wanted to. So if you think about the evolution of enterprise software, at the beginning is really to automate the manual processes, right? And the way we did that is to um, document our manual processes and create these business processes and create rules and create these forms so that we can input the information and have the outcome come out. Uh, the benefit of that is um, the enterprise software is allowing us to be much less paper-based, um, but the processes are still very rigid, repetitive, and mundane. Uh, I don't think anybody really enjoys using <laughs> enterprise software in this form-filled way. And um, the software today is not intelligent. Once I go through the process once, for example, when I approve my expense reports, I need to do exactly the same thing next time. The system doesn't learn anything from my past behavior or past decisions. It's almost like, you know, if you're working with a coworker, every time you talk to this person, he's asking you the same question, like, what's your name and what's your address and what's your phone number? And it's really annoying. <laughs> Nobody wants to um, interact with their, where, with their applications that way. With um, voice UI and chatbot and AI, we now finally have the opportunity to interact with technology in a conversational, interactive, and human way. Uh, like I said, my kids spend hours talking to Siri and Alexa, uh, telling jokes, asking sci- science-related questions, getting them to do their homework, much to my dismay. Um, and it's they're doing that because it's fun. Nobody is telling them to do that. They want to do it because... they enjoy that type of interaction. So for the first time, I see a real possibility of interfacing with technology in a real human way. I also see the possibility of machines taking on many personas. Um, They can be our digital assistant. They can be our mentor. They can be our financial advisor. um, They can be our personal shopper. The possibilities are endless. Uh, I, I think the role of AI is really to 
automate the mundane tasks that we don't want to perform and help us spend more time performing tasks that we're really good at, tasks that are creative, that are more strategic. And machines can also help us uh, scale what we already know uh, to many more employees and many customers. And by doing so, deliver that kind of personalized and engaging customer experience and employee experience. So um, personally, I envision a future where we can spend more, much less time on repetitive task, uh, tasks, but more on creative ways to wow our employees and customers and do something that we all enjoy. Well, I'm looking forward to this. <laughs> One thing we've heard a lot about recently is unconscious bias in the workplace. Would you agree that AI is particularly good at avoiding that bias? Absolutely. And I, I think we're at the beginning of exploring this topic. Um, there are several ways AI can help us address the unconscious bias uh, in the workplace. One is, you know, we can use AI to reduce unconscious bias during the resume screening process. AI can be leveraged to analyze the resumes of uh, existing employees to learn the qualification of a job. Uh, and then identify candidates who fit this criteria. And AI can also reduce unconscious bias by ignoring demographic factors, such as candidate gender, race, and age, that re research has shown to affect the hiring decision. Uh, the other way I can think of um, that AI can play a role in helping us address unconscious bias is you, we can use software to create job postings that attract diverse candidates. For example, research has found that a job posting using too many masculine type words, such as aggressive or challenging in your job description, can dissuade female candidates from applying. And if you are um, looking for more female candidates, then you may want to pay attention to the wording of your job posting. And software can really allow us to um, identify these opportunities for us to improve how we market and position the job. And um, by doing so, you can de-bias a job posting by identifying the um, exclusionary language and suggesting alternatives that appeal to more diverse candidate pool. The uh, other way that we can use AI to address unconscious bias to use, is to use learning solutions to uh, de deliver diversity and inclusion training to educate recruiters and hiring managers about unconscious bias and how to use data-based approach to promote diversity in their recruiting practices. Well, I think this is going to be great. So looking beyond AI, what, what other emerging technologies uh, are you looking for? What could we expect in the workplace? Um, there are a whole host of other technology that I think will be really interesting for the area of HR. For example, I'm really excited about the opportunity to use IoT, Internet of Things, for wellness. Um, I personally am a huge fan of uh, fitness, um, and I wear Fitbit. And what I learned from Fitbit is what, me what gets measured gets done, right? I try to walk 15,000 steps every day. And, and uh, lo and behold, I do work, walk 15,000 steps just because I'm wearing Fitbit. And I think by using I IoT, we'll have a better sense of the employee's wellness and um, health. And by getting that data, we can recommend um, benefits, packages. We can recommend more wellness programs to our employee. 
The other area that I think is fascinating is blockchain. Um, HR is a very compliance-driven industry, and we spend a lot of dollars and time on background checks. With blockchain, there's a possibility that we may not need to rely on third party for um, background checks anymore, uh, because the whole point of blockchain is we can democratize that process. So that's another area that uh, we're looking at as well. This is, I guess, I said it's all going to be fascinating. Now, we mentioned um, all of these emerging technologies can yield massive amounts of data. Mm-hmm. So how do, how do businesses, and, and specifically HR, manage and, and leverage all that data? You are right on the money. Data is going to be hugely important for all organizations and for all HR functions because um, data is indeed the foundation that powers AI. So... Uh, AI is going to augment human capabilities by helping us process a huge volume of data. And users of um, the internet right now generate 2.5 quintillion bytes of data every day on average, according to research cited by Domo. There's no way humans can possibly be able to process this amount of data, but it's precisely this huge amount of data that makes the machine smarter. Uh, There's no denying that the AI and machine learning push is dependent on labeling and synthesis of huge amount of training data. The more data there is, the smarter the system will become. And the more they can learn, adapt, and help us perform mundane tasks or recommend actions to us. So in this new era of AI, data is going to be the key towards um, innovation and transformation. You just can't possibly have enough data. And uh, this also means you need to team up with the right business and technology partner to ensure that the data volume can be coped with and that enterprise-ready AI uh, can help you make decisions and can help you with pattern detection, smarter analysis, and improved decision-making. The other um, thing is that data doesn't have to be enterprise-only. The beauty of AI is it can integrate data from different sources. So, you know, one thing I love about using my iPhone is every morning, um, it tells me when I need to leave to make my first meeting. And the way it does that is it, it takes data from my calendar and it also takes data from traffic. And it says, hey, the traffic is really bad this morning and you have a meeting at eight o'clock. So you need to leave 15 minutes earlier because there has been an accident, right? And that's super, super useful. And the way um, the system can do that is by integrating data from different sources. So not only do you need to get really good at managing enterprise data, but you also need to start integrating third-party data to provide kind of more contextual data to help you with decision-making. Again, um, it's important that you partner with the right technology vendor who is good at managing data as a service. The other uh, fascinating thing I find with AI is traditionally enterprise software is kind of siloed. So we have software for HR, we have software for finance, we have software for CRM, for our customer experience. But when users start interfacing with chatbot or uh, conversational or voice UI with enterprise um, systems, they don't think in a siloed fashion, right? So in the morning, I may wake up and ask my software okay, how many vacation days do I have left? Because next week, my kids are uh, on their spring break and I want to take a few days off. 
then the next question I may have is, okay, have my expense reports been approved? And then if I'm a salesperson, the next question may be, okay, I'm getting ready to start my day. So what accounts should I be going after today? And which customers do I need to call? Now, I asked three questions and they span across HR systems, finance systems, and um, CRM systems. So uh, when we start talking about AI, we have to have the ability to pull data from different sources and deliver that seamless experience for the users. So this has a new implication on how we manage data and how we can bring all the enterprise data together to deliver the kind of experience our employees want. So the bottom line is um, data is hugely important, um, as you said, and companies need to be really, really good at managing data and make data their core competency. And only if they do that would they have an AI solution that will deliver the business benefits they want. Okay, thank you. Um, could you share a few uh, use cases or examples of how these emerging technologies are being used in business and HR today? Yeah, HR, um, many of our customers are experimenting with AI in uh, several areas. One of the uh, first areas that started, uh, started adopting AI is recruiting. Uh, as I mentioned before, the unemployment rate has never been lower. So recruiting remains the top priority for many companies. They need to attract the right talent. They need to get them on board uh, quickly. And um, usually candidate experience is the first exposure people have to your brand. So you want to make sure from the first moment they start looking at job postings, you deliver that experience that reflects your brand. So uh, a few, quite a few companies are starting to use chatbot in their recruiting process. And what the chatbot does is it can guide you through the recruiting process in a really personalized way. So uh, they're using chatbot to answer questions the candidates may have. Um, they're using chatbot to recommend additional opportunities. Uh, and they're also using the chatbot to guide the candidates through the recruiting process so they know what to expect. And um, I know our customer Marriott and Hilton are both using chatbot in their recruiting experience. And this is something that uh, I think we're going to see more of. The other area that people, uh, HR organizations are looking into is HR Help Desk. So HR Help Desk is the primary interface between HR organization and the employees. And um, we've all, we're all employees, we've all been employees. We have a lot of questions about whether it's our benefit packages or maybe it's um, the resources we have on management training where maybe I have a sensitive employee situation, so I want to know how to deal with that. And uh, using chatbot or voice UI allows employees to interact with the help desk in a really human way and provide that human experience. And the great thing is with AI, you can integrate demographic data with the HR help desk database. So based on my perhaps age or based on my geographical area, the HR help desk can serve up uh, personalized recommendations on what resources I tap into. So um, HR can provide that truly personalized and engaging experience to the employees. A few areas that our customers are looking into is, for example, like personalized learning. That's a huge opportunity. And um, continuous performance improvement and, and continuous learning is a huge topic for many uh, organizations. And they want to deliver 
that personalized set of recommendations to their employees so they can continuously grow in their current job as well as grow into their next role. So I thank you for that. One of the things I've realized is that one of these days, Chris and I are going to be doing one of these interviews and we're going to discover it's really a chat bot. <laughs> so, um, yeah, exactly. Emily, to sum this all up, uh, any final recommendations for companies that want to explore AI applications in their HR departments? I uh, personally think that there's never been a more exciting uh, time to be in HR. With the increasing popularity of AI, I think HR has the opportunity to lead the charge in making work more human through revolutionizing their employee experience and really use that to lay the foundation for changing the customer experience. So I would like to encourage all the all HR professionals to study the technology trends that will impact the future of work and be a voice on behalf of the employees and push for that change in the workplace and push for better employee experience and faster adoption of technology. The other thing is, uh, as I said, HR, there are many opportunities for us to start experimenting with AI. We're using AI to change the employee experience. So um, identify a business problem that can be solved with AI. Uh, it could be recruiting, could be onboarding, could be HR help desk, could be learning. And find a use case that where there's a strong need and just start um, experimenting. One of the things we're doing at Oracle is to make it easy for HR professionals. We're creating these use specific, use case specific apps. So for example, one of the things we're creating right now is, um, uh, called Best Fit Candidate and is an app we are introducing to recruiters and HR professionals to allow them to analyze their existing employees and come up with the right criteria to evaluate candidates and apply that to the recruiting process. Um, so there are lots of use cases we can use AI. Um, our HR professionals should just pick one and start experimenting and learn from that. The, um, the last thing I would say is it's important that you work with the right data partner and technology partner to implement AI. Uh, this is something that Oracle is really good at. We talk to our customers about AI all the time. So we've gathered a huge um, amount of learning and we'll be happy to share with any HR organization that's interested in start uh, toying with AI in the workplace. Well, this, is, uh, this has all been very enlightening for me. Um, and I think for our listeners, too. So, Emily, thanks so much for joining us today. And uh, these have been very helpful insights. Oh, it's my pleasure. It's been so much fun talking to you. And I, uh, as you can tell <laughs> from the conversation, I'm personally so excited about the possibility that AI can bring to the workplace and delivering that um, humanized experience. So thank you so much for having me on this podcast. I hope we can do it again. Listeners, on a personal note, I'm pleased to announce my retirement from BLR and Simplify Compliance. Thanks for reading and listening over the last 38 years, and all my best wishes for the future. I'll be handing HR Works reins over to Mr. Chris Saplensky, the producer of HR Works, as of the end of this broadcast. Thanks for listening. This is Steve Bruce for HR Works.